episode 67. Oh, we mustn't dwell. No. No, not today. We can't. <laughs> not on Rex Manning Day. Call me up a cop with a gym You say you need a little of my hula I know you get lonely in your canopy bed But say no more, baby, I'll be running everywhere Say no more, come on no more I'll bring my loving right to your front door Here I come, baby, it's your time to go Let's have a kiss and baby Good evening, Don't Run To Me fans. I'm Asus. The man on the other side of the mic is EC. Welcome, EC. What's, what's going on, Asus? Good to be back again. It feels like the games are coming thick and fast, so it's a good part, uh, good time to be a part of Manchester United. Good, good part of the season for me. EC, we have good news, and you're right. It's good. It's good to be part of Manchester United. Now we have we have something to talk about, EC. Other than you know, other than me um, going. Six and one in the Euros. I mean, I know I, know, I don't want to rub that in your face, but you know, I just want to. I just want to remind you of of uh, who picks who picks the winners around here. I just want to remind you, even though I picked uh, Arsenal coming second last year, I ain't gonna make that same mistake this year. Just put it that way. All right, I've learned from my mistakes, EC. Um, EC, great news, great news. It looks like Murtaugh and and the boys are um, are. Getting their shit together, put, put it that way. Varane, deal done. We have our center back, you see. We have our center back. I mean, I mean, how great is it, right? It's mm, beginning of August, and we're not penny pinching at the deadline for two, you know, you know, for transfers. We have Jane Sancho in the books, and now we have our center back in the books. A center back that. <coughs> Came a lot cheaper than Uber Meccano. No, I'm sorry. Kulibali, uh, right? 20 years old, at the peak of his that at the peak level of his of his of his game, and we got him in a bargain, a bargain easy. I mean, what do you think about the signing of Mister Rafael Varane? I think it's absolutely amazing. I, I, you got to give credit to this new regime of of recruiting. Um, this is two deals. Uh, I think the total the total of them is about 115 million. You're looking at two. I should I, sh- I should back up. You're looking at one Hall of Famer. You're looking at a young kid who's got a lot of promise. Um, you know, for me, you know, Harry Kane. I think needed a center back to help him out. I think he's a good center back, but I think he needed someone with a little bit more pace, someone with a little bit more calm. Um, with with bringing in Varane, I think he's won La Liga. He's won Champions League three or four times. He's won a World Cup, so this guy's got all kinds of, of of experience. He brings metal. He brings leadership. I mean, this is the type of guy that I think is going to bring Harry Maguire to the next level. I would argue, if you look at Aaron Wambasaka, Rafael Varane, Harry Maguire, and Luke Shaw, that's not only uh, the best back line in uh, the Premier League. It's one of the best back lines on earth. So um, it's going to be hard to score against us. Um, you know, I think offensively we're good. I think the elephant in the room still remains to be the CDM. I know they're still in the market for one. Um, if they can get that over the line, I really think, you know, we have an opportunity to not just 
be top four, but also challenge for a league title. Now, Varan, I think, brings um, experience. Obviously, he played alongside Sergio Ramos. So now Harry Maguire has somebody that, you know, has played Champions League, like you said, won La Liga, has won a World Cup, right? I mean, I know um, in the past, you and I have differed on the um, the validity of somebody winning a World Cup and how great a play, player that makes you. But yes, on your on your scale, he's won a World Cup. You know, he you know he was part of that France team, but he was also part of the French team that shit the bed this year. So I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to hold that against him. I'm, I'm going to hold him again. I mean, I'm going to put him up to the tier of what he's done for Real Madrid, and that's win. He won champions. He's won. He's won Champions League, and he's won. Um, you know, well, not too many La Ligas because Barcelona, but you know they've been there. Um, and he's at his prime, 28 years old, you see. Um, I just want, I have a question about Varane, and I know everybody's going to, you know, probably bash me because they're, they're going to say, so what has Harry Maguire proven? I want to know, can he be a leader? Because he played alongside, you know, probably Real Madrid's leader for the past, what, Decade, at least. Decade, more than decade. I would say since, what, 2008, somewhere in there, of Sergio Ramos. Um, so now it's kind of, what is what is he going to do for us? I still think that Harry Maguire will be the leader in the back line. I know it's kind of, that's kind of a, everybody's going to start laughing because we bash Harry, Harry Maguire for making the idiotic mistakes. But I don't know if, you know, he, I don't know. He just not, when I've seen him play, he doesn't seem like he could lead a line. Just put it that way. He didn't seem like he has the, we say in Spanish, ganas, you know, to lead a line. He knows what he's doing. You know, he knows you know, he knows how to play his position. But to lead the back line, I just, I just, I have questions about him. I may, I just, maybe because he's French. Maybe just my, my prejudice against French players is coming out. Uh, but I just, I just think when I saw him against Madrid, he relied on Sergio Ramos to lead to lead the back line. So I just I just want to see that that from him. Yeah, I, I, I disagree. I, I think he's going to be just fine. I know there's been a couple of pundits in England who have said they don't think he'll be able to um, challenge in this league. I, I think, you know, when you're at those two clubs, I should say really three clubs. If you're at Atleti, if you're at uh, Barcelona, if you're at Real Madrid and you're winning things. So I don't, I don't, and you're in Champions League, you're playing everyone. So I don't think that he's going to have an issue at all. Mm. I think this is again going to make players around him better. Mm. Um, that's the one thing that, that this transfer window has shown. They're not just getting one guy and then they're done. Uh, they're getting multiple players who are very good and they're putting them all together. So again, that's, that's credit to, Top management, they're spending cash. I'm I'm guilty of yeah. talking about them. Um, this is they're at 100 and you know 95 million or something stupid like that. So they're spending the money. They're going to get the players. The recruiting staff is doing what they're supposed to be doing. But I just think Varane's going to come in and right away make an impact. They're both they're both good in the air. I think Maguire's going to want to show him he's better. I think they'll challenge each other to try to get headers to score goals. Um, you know, they're going to challenge each other to, to make those stops in the back. Um, I just, I just see this being the best case scenario, um, for Maguire who, you know, for me lacks pace. 
This is something Varane has. You know, Manchester United are going to try to get forward. And Harry Maguire, you, you can see, he likes to get forward. And Varane's got great, probably better feet than, than Maguire does. So um, I, I, don't, I don't see him being it being an issue at all. Um, he's not injury prone, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it's not bad to have Lindelof as a backup. I think he's a good backup. I think Bailly coming in as a backup as well is good. And it just gives you strength and depth. And I think that's something that we've been lacking for several years. So uh, we still kind of lack in, in, in my honest opinion, because these kids aren't really that proven yet, but I honestly think he's going to be fine. I think he steps right in day one. I don't know. Was it Leeds? Yeah. Leeds. I think he steps right in and, and plays and has a great debut. No, I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking the guy as a player. I, I think he could, he, he play, you know, he could play the second fiddle to Harry Maguire. That's what I'm kind of like. I'm just hoping we're not relying on this guy to come in and and lead, you know, lead us. I, but I just think he's a, he'll he will be a great addition, uh, better than Lindelof. Obviously, he's a great upgrade, um, and what and how he can play at the ball, in the you know, the back, and um, and defend. So yes, no, 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 no. If anybody's trying, if anybody's thinking I'm knocking. The fact that we signed Rafael Varane, no, 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 no. I, I mean, Sir Alex was after him what, in two, 2012, 2013, before he retired. This kid's been coveted by United since then. You know, unfortunately, we didn't, you know, we lost we, <coughs> we lost that too uh, to Madrid. But, I mean, this kid is, you know, he has talent. And I'm not, I shouldn't say she, he's a kid. I mean, he's, he's a grown-ass man. Let's put it that way. Grown-ass man winning Champions League, Champions Leagues. So, yes, I want this kid, I, mean, I want him to come in, do his thing, uh, and, um, well, sky's the limits, right, for the back line. Sky's the limit. Yeah. Like I said, I, 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 could, I could put that back line with Shaw and, and Basaka up against any back line um, in, in the world. So, he's, he's coming in and he's solidifying that. I think it's going to be difficult to score against us. Um, but, again, you know, I'm not. I'm not denying the elephant in the room. The double pivot is what we play. Yep. I have to figure that out, and they Ola, got a long ways to go. Ola said his press conference today, or after the match, um, he remarked on Varane and how he's going to make us change. He's going to give us a different formation. Did you really? I mean, do you really believe that, that Ole will change his his tactics to fit um, a Varane? I think he could. I think I would not be surprised if he came out four through three. With what's in front of him, I'm saying okay. With with currently what we have, Fred McTominay. Yeah, because again, I think if you if you do that, if you say to yourself, "I'm going to go ahead and say we're going to run four through three, that then allows me to not. I'm not going to say I'm not going to use the word eliminate mm-hmm. those two players, but it does give me the opportunity to say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and, and leave Bruno in the tin. I'm going to play Cavani. I'm going to play Sancho. I'm going to play Rashford when he comes back. Until then, I'll play Tony. And then I can play really whoever I want on those other two positions. I can play. I don't think that Fred's a CDM, so I could play him in the midfield. I don't think Scott's a CDM, so I could play him in the midfield. That, to me, makes a little bit more sense than having those two hold well, that's not what they do. That's not their – you look at any big club in the world, be it Barcelona, Real Madrid, Chelsea, uh, Arsenal, they all have a, a – oh, What do you a, say? Hold on. A, Hold on. Tell me. I need to 
He said big club in the world. I, I thought you said Arsenal. I, just, I, I don't know. Well, they're a big club. They just don't know how to play football very well. But they've got it. They've got. I, I take Partey over Fred McTominay any day of the week, and that's who they got at their CDM spot. So that's the elephant in the room for them. So if they if they're looking at really challenging, they're going to have to figure out. And Declan Rice is completely off the table. It's not happening. Um, they're going to have to seriously go after a proven CDM um, so that he could do that. Now, if he doesn't, it's not like we didn't play Fred and Scott and Paul and, and, and Matic and come in second place. We did that. That team did it. So it's not like they can't play those positions. That's just not their natural position to play. They're more, in my opinion, Scott's more of an attacking midfield player who doesn't spray the ball very well, but when he does get in the box, he can make things happen. And Fred, for me, is kind of that ant, fly, shoe around, mm-hmm. screw with people, mess things up. Occasionally, he'll make a just amazing pass, but it's not consistent. So those two guys, we would, I, in my opinion, would we need a definite upgrade if he is going to stay four two three one. Yes, no, we need an upgrade, and and we'll, we'll, we can talk about that later. But um, I just, yes, Varen gives us a better defensive option, but. If we don't get that CDM position, I don't think it's going to be the two, you know, what we even play, two, one, four, three <coughs> formation. Well, um, getting into tactics, EC, uh, and how I'm not very, um, how would you say, optimistic, basically, right? There's no optimism. We signed Ole, Ole to another contract, a long-term contract, you see. Not a long-term, but three years, I believe, right? Yeah. So one would say that's long-term, because till 2025, and we're only 21. Does Ole deserve the contract extension? I don't think he deserves it based uh-huh. off of trophies, but I think Manchester United deserves it. And, and I think... I think that United deserves to have some structure. And I think the one thing he hasn't brought is trophies, but the one thing he does bring is stability. And I think, you know, from what I, everything I've been listening to, these players that are coming in, the Sanchos, the Varans, you know, m- you know, maybe more, what they're being sold on is you're not going to come into a situation where how it was at United where we, you know, we had Jose, we had Van Gaal, you know, we just keep swapping them out and swapping them out. But you're coming into a a a, a uh, team who has some structure about them, and the manager will be here. He, you're going to hear this voice for several years. It's going to be one guy. This is the direction we're going in. We're trying to get young players. We're trying to build up the academy. Um, I think players want to hear that. They don't want to come to a situation where the, the 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 brass tacks tells them, "Well, you know, if if he sucks it up, you know, in in, in a couple months, he's out of here, and then you're, we'll figure it out from there." I think they want to hear that there's some stability. I think they want to hear that there's a direction. And so I think Manchester United uh, deserve to have this contract in um, because if, if not, you know, and we bring in a new coach, now it's a whole new uh, regime. And I, I don't think people give Ole enough credit for what he took over. And I, and I don't think people give Jose enough hate for the way he left the club. I, I really, I, I can't wait for enough people because it's already out there. But if people get an opportunity to look at what he did to even what Van Hall was trying to do, Jose came in and just completely screwed that all up. 
players hate players, players hate coaches. All they had to come in and completely change the way we even even the way we run, he had to change those things. So I think he deserves um, not doesn't maybe deserve that long of a contract, but I think it's great for Manchester United to be able to say to the world, you know, we have structure, we have stability, um, we don't have Sir Alex Ferguson, but we have we are trending in the right direction. If you look at the past two years, from third place to now second place, now we need to with the players we're bringing in with the youth, the way that they're looking now, it needs to translate into trophies. Trophies would have, in my opinion, let me uh, say that, yes, Ole deserves another, uh, another extension. But the fact that we've bailed out in champions league and lost in the Europa final, that, that for me says, no, he doesn't uh, quote unquote deserve uh, to have a run in it, but I'm, I'm happy with the fact that he's there just for the simple fact that there's some stability in the club. Okay, you have a lot. There's a lot to unpack there. How many more years did he have in his current contract? Well, he was done. This was going to be his last season. I thought he just had one, and then they re-upped for mm-hmm. four more. I thought that's what happened. So this season coming up would have been last his last. That's what I thought on current contract. I could be, I could be no, I off, no, I could no, be wrong, right. but I, I thought this was going to be it. You're correct, and yes. I know there's everything saying no coach wants to go into to a season without getting his contract renewed. What you said about what he's done, revamped, and I, you know me, I've been, I praise him about what he's done for the youth, the youth side, and what Manchester United has done for the youth side. The the players that they've they've signed over and abroad, but they're youth, they're youth players, they're future players. And I'm, I've applauded that and their vision of going back to what, you know, Sir Alex and Matt Busby and their that vision of, you know, bringing youth in, new blood in, Manchester United blood in. I just think they jumped the gun on giving him the contract extension now. Just like you said, the, he has not won anything. He crapped the bed in the final. The players crapped the bed in the final. But... You have to, you have to be a manager and try to motivate your players. The players have not been motivated. I mean, what? It seems for the last three months of the season, Bruno's been trash. Pogba's been trash. You know, these are our top players. You know, Cavani's probably been our saving grace, and he's what one year. He's a one year player. I mean, he's you know he's on a walker. I just. I don't see where, and then we get back to his tactics. You know, not in playing Fred and McTominay, insisting on in playing Fred and McTominay, insisting on in playing Matic and McTominay, Matic and Fred, knowing that they are liabilities in the back, period. Rather than opening it up and, you know what? It's If you're going to win, if you're going to win 4-3, it's a win. If you're going to lose, you know, I mean, 4-3, four, three, four, three, it's a loss, or are you going to draw 3-3? Three, three, three? But his tactics, is, 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 it's, it's questionable. I would have waited for, and again, it, it goes back to this. If Olis failed or succeeded, what other team's going to want him? What, I mean, is Madrid going to come calling? Is Tottenham going to come calling? Is Chelsea going to come calling if he won? Like say, you won a, say you won the league. And he's still on a – we have not signed him to a contract, right? 
So we go into negotiating a contract because we're still paying Van Hall's contract, right? Am I, am I, if I remember correctly? I, I don't know who we're st- – I know we're still playing past coaches. I can't name them. We're, I know for sure we're still paying past coaches. We're still paying past coaches. So Van Hall and I would say Van Hall and, uh, and Joseph Mourinho. So, I mean, signing this dude to a long-term contract, and if he fails, that's another – and we sack him. That's more money that we're going to be paying him directly for the next couple of years than we've waited and say now – Say what I don't even know what the contract. How much he's getting paid? Let's just say a flat rate of ten million a year. I mean, let's just put it that way. That's what the, that's what the current contract is. So now that he's won the league, he's gonna want twelve million a year, five or fifteen million a year. Would you rather pay fifteen million a year winning the league, or the remainder of his current contract, sacking him, paying a new coach for getting sixth? You know, it's just that that's the business that I, I just I don't understand if he has not. I mean, he's not done. He's not won anything like you've said. Right. He's not raised any trophies. <clears throat> why are we why are we going? Why are we rushing in to you know, give him that contract? And yes, I understand stability and stability for players. But come on. I mean, it's just bad business, in my opinion. If you're already paying out so much to your past coaches and you're, you're already you know, lining this guy up for a big payday if he fails. And because no other no other team's gonna want him. We're not bidding against any other team if he goes on the free market. He it's Manchester United. Do you agree? I agree that he's gonna go, you know, for me, you know, bottom ten bottom ten championship. Um what what they've just done is they've given him nine million dollars. So he's on 173 grand a week. Mm-hmm. Which uh, which you know if you look at Conte's on 230 grand a week. So I think it's comparable. Conte's a big time coach, but he hadn't won anything in the league in quite some time. He has won things, but it's been a while. So he, you're, you're giving him 173 grand. You're, you're going to give him 9 million. I, I honestly think that's right where he's about at, in my humble opinion. Um, 9 million bucks, it's not breaking anybody's bank. Again, I think it's it's the ultimate goal is to say to themselves, look it. We need to make these guys, these new guys coming in. Mm-hmm. Sancho, we want you to be here for a decade. We want you to be able to aspire to be worth $100 million, $200 million, be the next Cristiano Ronaldo. Varane, we want you to be here for the next five years. And the only voice you're going to hear is Ole's. You're going to hear Ole's. You're going to hear Neville's. You're going to hear this core group while you're here. Now, if they had come in and they said, look, we don't know. It's kind of wishy-washy. <clears throat> I think that I think the program believes in what he's doing. I think the establishment believes in what he's doing. And and like I said, I'm not saying I, I wouldn't say on here that I think Ole deserves, but I think United do. I think we as fan base deserve to have some stability. Mm-hmm. I think we've been through a lot since Sir Alex left. I know for me, we just look like a banner club when you keep flipping it and changing it around and remixing it. And we go from Van Hall being slow. We go from Jose to being toxic. Ole was this good, positive vibes type of thing, and everything was happy-go-lucky, and then it goes up and down. I've, I've often said he's like a roller coaster ride. I think he's still that way. But I ultimately think you can't win. I don't care what type of manager you are. You can't win unless you get great, great players. And I think he's starting to get a collective group of great players. Now it's going to that next level of can you, can you bring a great player off the bench? 
Can yeah. you bring somebody off the bench that's going to just change the game? Yeah, so the balls do. he's getting there, but I think, you know, you've got to be able to have like a city, like a Liverpool, who can I bring off the bench that's just going to wow you, that's going to come in and, and score a goal or save save something from happening at the back. Who can we come in and, and do that? I don't think we're there yet. <clears throat> um, you know, I want to see what City does. Can City go get Kane? You know, if they go get Kane, it might be over before it even began. But if they don't have a striker up there and they, they're they already reportedly looking to get rid of Jesus, I think we've got a legitimate shot to do something because I want to see Liverpool back with the engine completely click, clicking um, before I make a decision. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you bring up the other teams, Pep, you know, yeah, that's all that's all up the boardroom kind of thing. But selling the stability, I get that. I get understand. I mean, I understand that everybody, every player wants to know who's you know. You you brought me in to fit this certain this peg in this round hole, right? It's just I think they could have waited. That's that's all I'm saying. I just I really do. I think they could have waited. Because if this, if this fails, I know you say it's monopoly money, but it's still another coach that we're paying for when we have to go out and seek another coach. That's all. Yeah, we'll have to. And I, like yeah. I said, I think you, you give them the rest of the, the $9 million or whatever the buyout is. The buyout's usually more than what the, the contract is. But you, you, you cut ties. But I think ultimately you look at it and you say, okay, this is going to be solid year three. Um, we need, we've got the players up front 11, right? Let's start to build 15. Can you give me 15 great players that can play together, that can build, that can, that can grow together because the, the majority in court, they're pretty young, 22, 25, 26 they're years old, 28 a veteran, yeah. 35. And he's got one more year in his contract. So these guys can grow together, build together. Ole's not an old guy. Again, I ultimately think what they're doing is they're building something special they're trying to get to that next level and step by step by step, just like Sir Alex. I'm not comparing him no, to no, Sir Alex. No, 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 no. But well, you're right in his early days. Yeah, Sir Alex was booed. Sir, there, were, mm-hmm. there were signs in Old Trafford, get him out. So we all have to go back and remember it takes time to be able to build something great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we don't splash the cash as other clubs have, but we have spent a crap ton of money. So I'm very excited to see how the season's going to start. Very hopeful and optimistic that the surgery that tone that Rashford still hasn't agreed to actually have. Hope it goes well because I think having him out on the right, having Sancho out on the left, plug in, plug and play, Cavani, Greenwood, Tony, um, Bruno. Let's hope he wants to. He's hungry again. Um, the back line settled. I just again, I think it's that midfield double pivot. They don't have that. They don't. They do not have it situated at all. It's very much up in the air. It's just like a that old college football adage, right? Don't judge a college football coach till his his first recruiting class becomes seniors, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. That I mean, the, I'm, I I agree with stability. So I'm gonna give him I'm, now that you convinced me. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but you know. Again, signing the contract a little early. Maybe we, maybe we could have done this in, you know, <laughs> April or May, and uh, when we have the the league wrapped up. But oh well, you know what? Whatever. <coughs> Easy. <coughs> I'm gonna throw you a curveball right here. What happened to the Glazers out movement? We have Sancho, we have Varane. Now all is all is all is um wrapped up. I've heard 
and in this uh, the, the, this comes from this pod too, because we were we are all about glazers out. We've not said it any uh, enough, or we haven't brought it up since it was it was a thing. But a lot of it's kind of have have the United fans, the glazers out movement fans, kind of been pacified by the fact that we've signed Varane and, and, and Sancho. Well, not just that, but the fact that they're allowed to go back in the stadium. I mean, li- listen, fa- fans are fickle, and I'm and I'm a fickle fan too. I'm not saying I'm not a part of that, but when you're allowed to go back in, you know, there's thirty thousand in today. I think I think it was I think this might have been the game where if you were under you know 15 years old, you got in for free. So you know, fans are going to support what they love. Um, they obviously don't love the Glazers. So if anyone brings up the name or says the name Glazer. You know the reaction is as it should be, which is Glazers out. But when it when it pertains to, you know, the eleven guys on the pitch, that's who they're rooting for, right? So I haven't looked at the numbers uh, as far as jersey sales are concerned, but I'm sure the Jaden Sancho jersey is doing well. You know, I, I'm sure you know Bruno and Pogba and Shaw and I'm Rashford. I'm sure people are still buying merch. You got a brand new kit that just came out. Um, I'm sure people are on that socks, you know, Christmas comes up. I'm sure people are already ordering things to be able to take care of that business. Uh, I'm sure there's people who are ready for regular season tickets to be bought and all those things will happen. I think what is going to continue to happen is that there is going to be a a faction of uh, Manchester United supporters who continue to write the letters to the Glazers the Glazers then respond. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but there's brand new paint uh, on the stadium, which people have already been reporting and looking out at the stadium, you know, and seeing the simple fact that there's a brand new coat of red paint out on the stadium. That's a big deal. And that came from the Glazer out supporters saying, you know, we want you to start somewhere, start. People talk so much crap about Old Trafford because there's holes mm-hmm. at Old Trafford. So, you know, there's going to always be that faction of fans who understand that they need to come to the table, talk to the Glazers, write the letters, and they're starting to come back to the table with their answers. Again, stadium renovation, how, how quickly can we get transfers done? Um, so am I saying that they've completely done a 180? No, but we haven't had a transfer window like this. I can't even remember. Um, again, they are doing the renovations. It's they, only two signings, you see. Yeah, but you, but you have to start somewhere. No, 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 yeah. no. But I'm, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying it's. We're so excited about just two, or if you can count the backup goalie, but okay, three signings. But it's yes, just, it's just. But the, I think the, the culture of our I club has been. I think the culture of the club has been for at least eight years, almost a decade. It's been, you know, let's get one guy, or let's get a guy who has a big name. And maybe he's past his prime, but he's got a big name and will sell jerseys. And I think that's been kind of the way that the club's being ran. So, you know, when you look at Varane, who, like you said earlier, is in his prime, and you look at Sancho, who's probably one of the best prospects in the world, this isn't something that we've done in the past. So, again, I, I the way that I'm looking at it, I'm trying to to look at it and see what have we done post Sir Alex Ferguson yes. to what we're doing right now? Okay. It's not the same way that they've been doing business. Now, that doesn't mean that the the, the powers that be, and, and, and by powers that be, I mean the guys and gals who are, you know, Glazer out to the point where when they write these letters, the Glazers are actually listening. 
I think those people will still keep their foot on their neck. But, you know, come opening day, you're going to see 79,000 people at the stadium. They're not going to be outside. The moment the Glazers make a, a stupid decision or they come out and say something dumb or they, you know, decide they want to take dividends out at 50 million a, a quarter, you're going to again, see the pressure applied. But I, I, I don't think it's unusual or unheard of for people to get ramped up and, and ready to roll um, because of the, the, the league that was supposedly trying to be started, but now things are back to quote unquote normal. So it doesn't shock me at all. I, I, I kind of, that's why I said before I was arguing with you and uh, I can't remember his name escapes my mind at the moment. That's why I was saying before, I really felt like fans, especially fans that lived in Manchester needed a slap in the face. Like they needed a wake up. Like you guys get huffy and puffy and crazy when they're going to take something away from you. But when they give it back, where's the energy at? Well, it's gone because everything's hunky dory. Trust and believe. I still believe this, and I don't know where you're at on it, but I, I don't think the Super League thoughts are over with because people like Real Madrid, people like Barcelona, they're hurting. That's why they're letting go all these big players. That's why Sergio Ramos is gone. That's why Messi almost left. That's why we're going to get Rafael Varane. These clubs need money. They're hurting. So don't think that's over and done with. But, I, I again, fans are going to be fans. They'll be held accountable for, for their actions. But I give them credit for doing some of the things they said they were going to do. You have to. No, you're right. And I'll, I'll apologize for being the biggest hypocrite because I've been, I was, I mean, I was, a, you know, big glaciers. I am and still, I mean, I think they need to go. But, yes, this has pacified me, you know, these signings and what they're doing. And they're, they're doing it, and like you're saying, it's been done before and the players that they brought in, by Sir Alex, the era of Sir Alex, I'm sorry. Um, but it hasn't been done since. But now we've, we signed our players and Sancho, our target. Varane, we signed him, target. He was our target. Instead of, instead of like, you know, you know. Last day eating a gallo. Last day. Yeah, Edison. yeah. You know. That's what know, it's been. Yeah. That's why this is such a huge turnaround for them to, let's get it done before the preseason's over. Yeah. Huge change, a huge or, turn. Except, except you know, second tier player than your actual target. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what we've been doing the past. You know, you know, uh, excepting for you know, uh, and and Maria when we wanted somebody else. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just bad business, and it seems like now that Ed Woodward is not involved in the dailies in the daily transfers, maybe, and that other dude, uh, Judge, is not involved anymore. Maybe we're not pissing people off, you know. Real football people. Mer- we got to remember, Mercer's been in in the game for a while, yeah. doing this stuff with the young kids, getting them situated, getting contracts signed, getting kids from overseas to come play for the U23s, getting them situated. So he's been in the club for a while, doing his thing behind the scenes. Now you're giving an opportunity to go out and get some veteran guys, get some guys that have played in the league before. And again, I think it's so key and so huge to be able to tell these guys. This is this is not a project that's only going to be a year. This is mm-hmm. this is something we're developing. This is where we this is where we're going to be. This is where our projections are, and we're doing that based off the players that we're trying to bring in. Yeah. So I, I honestly feel like you know you know the Glazers are not off the hook. I don't I don't think anyone in the club wants them there. Um, but again, it goes back to you got to you got to give them credit where credit's due. You can't say they're not spending money. You can't say they're not trying to fix the stadium. 
And you can't say that we're not trying to get this transfer thing turned around so that when the season begins, we can hit the ground running. Whereas we were last year, we hit the ground going backwards. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm excited about the transfer window. Um, I'd love to see them all kind of play together before we get going. And I know that's something that we're, they'll be able to do. It just hasn't happened yet. Well, speaking of kids, easy. The kids have been playing the past preseason games. We have two since we last talked. Uh, we lost QPR, and we drew it against Brentford today. So let's just wrap up the both both games. And who have you seen that has wowed you? And the players that we've you know that were like expecting a little bit more because obviously our, our our big guns they're not there. I think I saw Bruno in his street clothes today. Um, walking off with uh, Juan Mata. I mean, he's not playing. Um, I mean, they're they're a handful of our starters, <coughs> of our regular team players. I'm sorry, they're not playing. So, I mean, who's I mean in your mind, who's st- who's who stood out to you? I think Basaka is standing out the most for me. Being mm-hmm. back, you know, not you know choosing to play with the younger kids, choosing to get in, get fit. Um, showing that he's working on getting forward, obviously with the amazing assist that he had today. Um, he's been one of the ones that's, that stood out big time for me. I think he's 25, 26 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, he's feeling the pressure. You know, a lot of people are, are calling for Trippia, you know, Diego. You know, they're, they're, they're not settled on the fact that he's the right back. I think a lot of people in the club, you know, are wanting to him to be pushed. Um, so I've been, I've been really impressed with him. Um, I like the way that he again is, is is trying to develop his game. Is he is he Marcelo? By no means, no, not yet. But I think for him trying to continue his his progress as a player, as a as a true right back, I've been really impressed with him. Um, also, I've been impressed with Plestri. Um, You know, obviously, he got off to a great start. Um, he's showing showing the club that maybe he is ready to go at 19 years old. Um, I honestly don't think he will. I think he'll go out on loan. I just think that position on that right hand side. I think Jaden just kind of pushed everybody's, I don't know if you want to say um, mature or, or, or the development process to getting into the first team. I think he's kind of pushed everyone back a step. That's a good thing. Uh, Cause if you can beat out the likes of Jaden Sancho, you obviously deserve uh, to be able to play. Um, and so I think, you know, he's done himself good for this preseason. And then, uh, and then lastly, I think Alanga, I think he's done great for himself, scored a, a, a just a great goal today, a, a true strikers goal today. Uh, being in the box, covered around people, and to be a young, I don't even know if he's 18 years old, uh, but to score that goal today, uh, just absolutely amazing. So I've been really impressed with those guys. Um, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they're going to, you know, set up these loan deals. Are these kids going to play U23s again? You know, I, I think Palestri's done U23s myself. I think he's, you know, maybe Alves or a club like that where he's able to get game after game after game. I think you need to continue to develop him. I think Alonga maybe another U23 season. Uh, maybe he goes out on loan in the championship. Not really sure. But uh, Aaron Wambasaka, again, just uh, just continuing to improve. It's just been great. I agree with all of the ones you have, but I'm going to throw you some curveballs right here. Excuse me, I'm eating peanuts. Jesse Lingard, I know, I know I've said in the past that I want him out, and I think he should go. That's best, that's best for Jesse. I, I, I mean, I agree. But what he's done in the, you know, in the preseason, 
obviously it's preseason. I can't I can't get too uh, hooked up on it, right? But I think Jesse has showed his medal and what he's worth in in the preseason. And Andres Pereira, I know he's not played a lot, but his you know him, you know all his insistence in starting him alongside Matic. Um, you, I mean, he, he's playing in that position well. Those are my two dark horses, kind of like you know, because uh, you you know, the one the ones you said are obvious. With the young kids, I mean, because they're getting the playing the playing time. The what I'm disappointed in is is, is Greenwood. Granted, because he's not getting too much time, but he really has not done anything. You know, that just caught your eye. Are you, am I am I am I just Am I missing something there? I, I I don't I wouldn't say it's missing. I would just say, and I talked to my wife about this the other day. It's difficult in a four-two-three-one mm-hmm. for that striker who's playing alone to really get involved and really. That's why it's a, there's an art to catching, receiving, playing it back, and then getting forward when you don't have veteran wingers who are out there playing ball week in and week out. I think if we see Jesse with the number ones, I think you see a different Jesse. But that being said, um, there's no there's no excuse. I think today he was out on the wing, had a guy one-on-one. You know, he kind of cut inside yeah. where, you know, I think Jaden plays a pass there. Um, and he took a shot in the goal. He stopped it. No, no issue. So I do think he still needs to develop. I think we have to continue to remember he is 19 as well or 20 yeah. years old. He might have just turned. So. I, I'm not. I'm not looking for him to uh, take the world by storm with the babies. I don't think he's at the age where he's pulling these babies up and and, and doing doing special things. But I think your pick with uh, with Pereira, he's like the preseason Messi. I yeah. think we're used to him doing this every preseason. He comes out and you go, where is this at during the regular season? He never does it regular preseason. He kills it. I mean that goal he scored today. Dare I say Paul Scholes esque? I mean, it was, it was yeah. literally Paul Scholes two point It was that good. Volley, right? And when he when he gets to the regular season, it's almost like he forgets he's Brazilian. He forgets he can do what he did today, um, and it's it's frustrating. So, no, I I don't I I, I I'm not buying into any of it. I loved the goal. I liked it. He posted it on his uh, Instagram. I liked it. I put fire marks next to it. I, I it. He's he's a great um, preseason player. I just hope what that goal did today was show other clubs that hey, give us ten to fifteen million for him, and off he goes, so that we can continue to 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 do our business during the transfer seat during this transfer period. And Lingard, what do you think? I don't think Jesse is is setting the world on fire. I know he's. I think he scored in the first game. Um, I, he had a great shot on goal today. Yeah. I just don't think that with the position that he plays, um, he's going to be able to to sustain because you're not going to be able to put him out on that wing. He's he's a number ten. Can he play the number ten in a four two three one? I don't really think so. Mm-hmm. I don't really think he's going to do it the way that Ole wants him to 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 do it. Um, but I again. I applaud the kid for wanting to do it. He wants to be at United. He's born and bred. He does not want to go anywhere else. He's another one that I put in the Andres Pereira. um, um, uh, I guess I put them in the same bag. I want them to do well in the preseason so that we can sell them before the, before the, the, the transfer windows over. 
so that we can, again, let's let's get some of these contracts off our books. Let's get some of the salary, weekly salary off the books so that we can bring in a CDM um, that will solidify that position. And so that for me, you can put somebody like a Pogba into that eight position. And I really, I, I'm, I'm struggling to having a hard time seeing how we lose any more than 10 games next year, if that's going to be the lineup. Um, you, if you put in a Sal Niguez, if you, if you, not Sal, excuse me, who's the kid from uh, Atletico Madrid? Yeah, if you, if you put him in there, you put Pogba in there, you, you let Bruno run the 10, I, you could plug and play out on the right-hand side. I would put, I would on the left-hand side, I put Tony there until Rashford came back. I put Sancho on the other side. I put Cavani up there. That's a hell of a squad. That's Ahmad on the bench. That's Fred on the bench. McTominay on the bench. Greenwood on the bench. That's not bad. That's not great, but it's not bad to have those type of bench players that starting 11. I think that's going to be very formidable for any club to be able to try to challenge and do anything against us. Again, they got to start clicking. It's not easy to just put in these great players and the chemistry's not there to your point about the World Cup. It's difficult for them to, to just come in and it just works. You got to remember, Basaka's. He knows, he actually knows where um, Sancho's from. They're actually from the same little town there in London, but have they played ball together, right? It's a different, it's a different, you know, dimension of, of, of thought when you don't know how that right back's going to react. Is, is Sancho going to track back? Is he going to want to, you know, just stay forward? Those are all things we have to figure out. Is Maguire going to get forward or is it going to be Varane? Those are all things we still haven't seen yet. And who's going to be the two double pivot in front of those two who are those guys going to be? Those are holes and answers we still need to be uh, need to be addressed. <clears throat> no, no, no. Like, with, yes, I mean, I agree. Jesse, your time is done. But what I like is the fact that he's increasing his value, right? That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. it. That's all I'm yeah. looking at. Yes, no. He's increasing his value. <clears throat> Let's hope West Ham ponies up and, and, you know, we just do a deal and get him off the books. And then over here, West Ham, it seems like West Ham wants our trash. I mean, okay, that's harsh, right? I shouldn't call Jesse Lingard's trash, right? (laughs) (laughs) But, but on another note, uh, they want Phil Jones on a free if we let him go. They'll pick him up. So, yes, let United eat, bite the fucking bullet. Let Phil Jones go on the free transfer to West Ham, and then put the put in the agreement. If West Ham pays him, you know, whatever, we, you know, I know we have a, where he's under contract. We pick up the other, say they, they say they pay him 100K a week and he's on 150K a week. We pay up the 50K. I'd rather do that than have the motherfucker on 150K a week and just sitting there in the fucking, on, in, in the trading table. You know what? Get him out. We don't need uh, Phil Jones anymore. <coughs> and Jesse... You can bring up, um, you can bring some cash to us, and then maybe we do go, like you said, uh, EC, getting some transfer news after Sal Niguez or Ruben Diaz for um, uh, for uh, for our CDM. Yeah, no, I mean I, that's that's the only thing I'm seeing out of those two guys. I, I'm not uh, bashing on the guys if, if you're liking the way they're playing. I think that's great, but I just look at Phil Jones. He's on seventy five grand a week. Lingard's on 75 grand a week. Um, those are two guys that for me, um, they're not over the hill as far as they can't play in the prim. I think it's a big deal to just play in the prim. I just, I'm looking at it and I'm saying, I don't see, even if Phil's foot ever recovers, mm. 
see ever get a game unless we're playing, you know, the, a fifth tier team in the FA Cup first round or something like that. No. That's the only way a Carabao Cup first round. <laughs> we need to move on. The way I see on. Phil getting into a game. We moved and, on. We unfortunately we moved on from Chris Smalling and look what he's doing for Roma. I mean, there's no there's no reason why they extended Phil Jones' contract and we're we're still paying him. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Uh, yeah. Speaking of injured players, you see, uh, we have a couple, and two at a position that I'm kind of afraid of. Tayez got injured uh, in this last uh, in the match against QPR. Shaw is coming off, or is he, did he get injured in the Euros? Is that what I heard? Yeah, I heard his ribs in the Euros. Um, I don't think it's a surgery type of deal. I think it's just one of those deals where he's just gotta he's gotta rest. Um, you know, he's gotta get his gotta get his body right. I don't have any – I haven't heard anything crazy, so yeah. I'm pretty sure he'll be back uh, for Leeds. Um, you know, if not – I know Brandon Williams isn't the answer, but I would not be afraid of him playing. I think – what well, was it? Last year he played quite a bit and did and did quite well. So I wouldn't have a problem with him starting until, um, Phil, until uh, Luke Shaw came back 100%. Well, that's the thing with Brandon Williams. I thought he was – they were there, they're looking to put him on loan. So that – Obviously, with a, a healthy Tez, um, but now obviously he's going to stay with the team because we don't have a, a left back, right? And I think that's the thing. I think he's going to be the type of kid you're going to you're going to continue to see the Southamptons come in for him annually because, again, you know how do you pass Luke Shaw and then you got to pass Tellez. Um, You know he played today. I thought he played good today. He's a solid player, and you know he played he's played quite a bit. Um, and didn't didn't Cryer uh, complain about having to not be able to play and play U twenty threes to stay in shape? So um, I I feel like the sky's the limit for that kid. I don't even know he's nineteen years old. So for me, you know, I'm I'm looking at you know if, if Shaw didn't have to have surgery, hopefully it's just rest and time. Um, he's proven to be one of the best left backs in the world. So um, let's hope he comes back. Uh, let's hope he comes back ready to roll. When you broke some news to me. Everybody, some people might know it. You said Rashford hasn't opted into getting that surgery. Yeah, so it's been reported today um, the surgery isn't a full go yet. They haven't, you know, sat down and said this is the timeline. So we don't even know uh, how long he's going to be out, which is kind of frustrating um, because you know we all kind of know and understand that he's hurt. And so I wish they would just come out and say, you know, he's going to go ahead and get it. Um, maybe they're just looking at surgeons. Maybe he has surgeons he wants. Maybe United have surgeons they like. I don't know. But uh, ultimately, I'd like for him to get that business done, you know, so that we can get the two-month calendar clock the started. It's ticking. I mean, it's the fucking preseason. The season's like upon us in middle of August. It's, it's... Yeah, they got, they've, got, they've got about two more weeks. I know. If, if, if I'm looking at it, I'm not looking for him to, to be around for, for at least two months. And I think, again... I think offensively, I don't have an issue with the squad. I don't think Rashford being gone is going to diminish our chances to be able to stay in that top half of the table until he gets back. I do really think, don't. I really do you think Martial could Wally Pip? Uh, I, I think Tony's, Tony's got the huge decision in, in, in front of him. Right? I don't think anyone's shy to say that if he doesn't perform at, at age 26, you know, to, you know, 17, goal, 17 goals, six goals. 23 goals, two goals. I think this is it. I think this is that season where Ole looks at him and says, listen, you're 26 years old. You're in your prime. 
you're not you're not a, you're a veteran at the club. If you can't perform double digit goals and assists, we're gonna have to tra- we're gonna have to put you in the market and get as much for you as we can right now. We mm-hmm. can't keep doing the yo-yo thing. So I I think this is the biggest year of his life because again, you're proving you can do it, but can you do it again? Can you stay off? Can you stay off red cards? That hurt him in the beginning of the season last year. Can you can you keep your head? Can you stay focused? Can you be able to come out of the gates ready to roll? You've had a whole off season. We see you working out on Instagram. We see you all over Twitter, getting your workouts in. Can you come and perform? If not, you're going to be gone. So no, I don't. If he can't, here comes Sancho. If he if he if uh, Greenwood can play, uh, you know they've got players up front. You know Agallo has. We haven't seen him yet. You know. These guys are all primed and ready to roll. Cavani's not back yet. Going forward, I'm not um, afraid. The only thing that freaks me out about this squad at this current moment, July 28, 2021, is that midfield. Bruno by himself. He he has to have like-minded, and by like-minded I mean good players. He has to have that around him. And then he's going to have to make smart decisions. Remember, he hadn't had a right winger play with him yet since he's been at United for me. He hadn't had a true right winger that's going to be able to get assists, score goals as well, make smart runs. He hadn't had that. He's had a left winger, and I think I think he's played pretty well with them. He's had a couple good strike uh, strikers who've had good seasons, but he's got to be able to look behind him and understand that there's an eight and a six that can play ball, that know what the hell they're doing, um, that are going to play defense when he's just roaming around the field because that's kind of his role. Um, he, he's going to need that. So, you know, he's another one. I don't know that he signed uh, his extension. I don't think he has. He hasn't. <clears throat> and I think that's solely due to the fact that his his manager and his team are looking at things going, we got to make sure we don't, this isn't the old school United. And by that, I mean, one guy is not going to save the club. Everyone got all gassed. I was, in, I was a part of all of when he came in because he did so well. But, but he hasn't won anything. He hasn't lifted any trophies, not even a Carabao, which you know I love. He's lifted nothing. So he's looking at things and going, okay, I don't want people to start looking at me saying I ain't won nothing because he hadn't won anything. And, you know, I don't know if he was a part of the Europe the, the Europe uh, team that won. He definitely didn't win any major trophies that I've seen him, you know, Champions League. I hadn't done that yet. He's won nothing in England. So it's great to pad your stats. Those look great. It's great to hold up individual awards. But he's got to be looking at things going, I got to have players around me in order for me to get this thing done. That's just the way that it goes. So I think he's a little bit hesitant. It's probably a little bit of cash as well. He's probably going to want a little bit of an upgrade. But uh, he's going to need players around him to help him out if he wants to get it done. <coughs> Speaking of players around Bruno, because uh, you, you, uh, you, you said the midfield is probably the most um, weakest, the weakest link now in our team. And two players that probably could benefit, and you you said pad cash. I think uh, the keywords that is or, you know heard out of you know your statement was contract, pad cash. Um, want players around him. Uh, what else? You said something else. Uh, that reminds me of a player that we currently have in our midfield. That's the most in, the Mr. Inconsistent that I uh, that I always said, Mr. Paul Pogba and a Donnie Vanderbeek. Donnie has not got his chance to play, uh, but those are two players that. Why? I mean, do we not have faith in those two players? Depending on if we sign a CDM. I don't think there's any faith 
at a hundred percent for Paul at all. I think they're looking at Paul and saying, if he turned down 350 grand a week, 50 million. No, but I, faith is a player. I thought you, you said, you said he's the greatest player in the world. Yeah. But you're, I thought you were talking about players being there. I don't think they have faith that he's going no, to be I, there. I don't care if he's there or not. I mean, he can go. I mean, PSG, so, PSG is calling Hey, I want them to make the deal, get as much money as we can. You said we're only getting 45 million. Let him. I mean, the, the, what, the cancer your, will be gone. What's your so? Are you saying no, no, no? I'm saying like with Bruno, with Bruno, you know, he, you, you, you say he doesn't have players in the midfield, and I, I just, I just mentioned a world class player like Paul, and so Donnie you're saying Bobby, it as if he is there. That's what you're saying. I'm just saying you, 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 you say you're the one that says, and everybody, all the Paul Pogba apologists say that he's his greatest world class player. I know. I'm, I'm saying, being I, realistic. I, 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 I just want to say, you, you say Bruno doesn't have anybody around him. I, yes, I'm, 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 I'm being, Paul Pogba. I mean, Paul that, that's what I'm saying. Worldie. That's what I'm saying. He's a worldie. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's my point. I'm being realistic. I'm I'm saying it from the standpoint of him not being there. You're saying because he's not at PSG, he's still there. That's no, what you're no, saying. Pogba, Pogba's there. Pogba's on the team. That's Pogba's what I'm saying. Okay, contract. okay. So he okay. was there okay. last year. He was there the year before when Bruno, the 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 half year that Bruno arrived. He's been there. Uh, Paul Pogba's been there this this whole time. That's what I'm saying. So don't give me this Bruno don't have nobody. So again, I, I thought you were saying a realistic question. I thought I, I, you're playing that is a real. That, that is a realistic question. Bruno has had players around him. And right? he's done great. And Individually, a, he's done great. Well, okay, okay. What's the problem? You said this, you said the central midfield or midfield is the biggest problem, and I understand. CDM, yes, is yeah, we're talking about problem. right now, not last season. I'm talking about right now. I'm Pop, not talking. I'm saying when okay, I, I didn't know Pogba wasn't on the team anymore. Okay, so you do know it's been reported he turned down 350 grand a week. But is is he still on the team this year? Absolutely, well, he is. He's under contract. Well, I mean, he's going to have a world class player, and he had well, one last year. So again. We'll focus on this year, right now, in the current reality that we live in. I understand. No, because you, you're talking about last year. I'm not talking about last year. If you talk, if you're talking about last year and Pogba being there, yes, Bruno had a great time with Pogba in the midfield. That's a fact. Okay. So you can argue it all you want, but, 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 but Bruno didn't win anything with a world class player. I, and that's why I just said he's going to need and great other, players other, around other, him. Other world class players that actually play world class. I I think, and like I said before, you have to have that around you. Now, I'm talking about this season, yes. as we are right now. Currently. The, season, the season continues with transfers. The season continues with summers. Yes. As of right now, the way that I put the team together, I'm not putting Paul there because he just turned down an agreement. So I would put Scott, I would put Paul, I'm not sorry, I put Scott and Fred there. You're playing fantasy, and you're saying – since he since he hasn't signed for PSG, he's still here. So I will play how, with. How, how am I playing fantasy? I don't know. You're playing fantasy. Papa is on our team until okay. he, until until I, he let me ask raises you a question. the jersey. I want you to answer you me on. Okay. Do you I want think you to answer, answer, answer me? No, no. If, he, if Paul Papa does not sign his contract and goes into a free agent year, which he is, I think I think him and his agent are are, are betting on that. So we, you know why? Because and the the greedy ass motherfuckers they are, they're gonna say, you know what? Stay with United a year, be a cancer on the team, 
like you always been. And you know what? All that transfer fee, we're going to get back to you. Just like you said last week, right? Just like you said last week. So, yes, Paul Pogba will be on United this year. So, yes, okay. I'm, 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 I'm evaluating on a team that's going to have Paul Pogba. Do you think Ola's going to sit his ass the whole, t- the whole season? Is that, is that what you're saying? This is what I'm saying. In, in reality, I think he's going to go to PSG. <laughs> that's what I think. This year or next year? This season. This season, okay. Yes. So that's why I'm saying, that's why I was trying to get you to just focus. Whenever you say Paul, you lose focus. No, I don't. I'm t- he's not. I'm, you I'm, won't, no, I, in reality, you let, I am you saying. You won't let me finish. Is he finish. a United player right now? Yes, but what I'm, I'm trying to. I'm planning on being a United player. I can't say. Okay, sound, and sound. I was being honest with you. That's what I was trying to say to you. I don't think he's going to be here. So I'm putting my team forward, not thinking about Paul. So who's That's playing fantasy? Me or you? Say again? Who's playing fantasy? Me or you? In my opinion, you are because you think that he's, he's still a player. You're uh, you're you're imagining him off the team. You're playing fantasy. No, I'm playing in reality where he just he turned off, He's still a United player. So you on it. This is the question that you wouldn't answer. I'm going to ask you again. Okay. You you honestly think that with him turning down the contract, he's going to play for United this season? Yes. Okay, that that's that's what all I was trying to get you to understand. That's where I was coming from—a completely opposite he is, side. He is going to play for United this season. Oh, I hope that he does, but mm-hmm. I don't think that he will. I think what's going to wind up happening is PSG is going to come to an agreement with him, and that's where he's going to go. I I thought you were asking me to give my reality of who was going to be here, in my opinion. Oh no, I know you. I was trying to get you. Every time you say Paul, you won't let me finish talking. <laughs> That's all I was trying to get out of you. I didn't want to have an argument about Paul. I just think that he thinks to himself, I think PSG has an easier opportunity with the great players around me to get it done, whereas United is going to be another challenge. It's going to be a couple years before they challenge. I think that's what he thinks. He hasn't. He 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 knows better than anybody else that it's about Champions Leagues and legacy. He hasn't won a Champions League yet. And I think that's what he wants to do. I don't think that United is going to do that next year. I don't see it there yet. I think they're going to challenge for the Premier League, and I and I hope to God that they don't shit the bed again in the Champions League. But I don't see them winning it. I don't. I don't at all. So I, I think that's why. I think that's why he turned it down. That's my honest opinion. And so I thought you were asking me that. But if you're asking, no, no, me no, 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 I wasn't. That wasn't the question. In my defense, I said because we're talking about Bruno. Yeah, you, you brought you brought up Bruno. I said, what about these two, Pogba? I said Pogba, and yes, I probably said a few expletives. Yes, so if, if no, no, but said, that's what you focus on. And I said, Donnie, said, well, I said, yes. I was like, you're saying he does not have players around him. I'm saying, what about these players? So let me. Okay, so now I can answer. <laughs> Donnie, I think, Donnie, I think was given an opportunity to play, and I don't think Donnie performed. That's my opinion on right. Donnie Van de Beek. I think a lot of people say, well, he only got a couple minutes here, a couple minutes there. He played well over 900 minutes last season. That's a fact. You can look it up. The kid got a chance. He didn't do very well with that opportunity. You can call it new system. You can call it coming into a new league. You can call it whatever you want, but the kid got a chance. I don't think he performed very well. If Pogba were to stay, which let's let's play in that world because he's not at PSG, I would love to see him playing in that eight position with a solid CDM behind him. I would love to see it. Um, and that's what I'm saying. If, if those two things, because we haven't signed a CDM, because Papa turned on the contract, that's why I keep saying 
there's a massive gap there. If he if he would have signed the extension and we got in a true CDM, I'm I would say with my chest out loud, we will challenge for the league. Like there's no question about it. Because that team right there, there's no holes. There's just no holes. It's, it's just going to be a guy, you know, if, if he's off, the next guy's going to step in and he's going to play well. So if, if we can get a CDM and Paul does what you say, it's, it's going to be one of the greatest seasons we've had since Sarag's left. I, I, can, I can, you can mark it down right now because now you're talking about all kinds of world-class talent all over the place. So if, if, if that's where we're at and he comes back and they get a CDM, oh, I mean, it's, it's going to be absolutely amazing. Paul Papa turned on a contract because United didn't give him the money that he thinks he's worth. Uh, he's not worth. If, if PSG want again, he ain't worth anything. If, if I came to you right now and I told you I'd give you four hundred grand a week, would you say yes or no? Would I? You would I leech? Yes, I would. Fucking, I'll be a leech. Yes, okay. you're, Paul you're worth. What, you're worth what people are willing to give you. That's what you're and, worth, and, and, that's, and that's why he turned on the contract. Because United said, you know what, we're only going to give you three fifty a week, right? I think that's what and, and that's been reported, and he wants four hundred. Come on now, dude. Fuck that, dude. I mean, you ain't David De Gea. David De Gea also won Europa League. You won Europa League, but you have not been consistent. You are the most inconsistent, along with Tony fucking Frenchies. You are most you're the girl the most inconsistent. You can't even stay healthy. So I'm going to give you four hundred something a week. Get the fuck out of here. Work. He's he worth it. Who, to whom? To you, to you, all pub apologist. That's who he's worth it. I mean, not, he ain't worth it he's to anybody. Worth it to the world. the world. Everybody in the world knows he's worth it. Okay. Well, thank you. PSG. I haven't heard one pundit. I haven't heard one pundit on any on any platform that he's worth four hundred four hundred. I haven't week, heard. I haven't heard one is pundit. He, is he not worth? I haven't heard. I've heard. I've heard pundits too that he said that they said they were. That he I haven't heard one pundit. I haven't heard one pundit on any platform say that he's not a great player. Not one. Not, we're not 420 a week. Haven't heard one guy say it yet. They all talk crap, but I haven't heard one pundit, not one, say that he's not a great player. Oh, no. Great player? I mean, I could say, fuck, man. I, I haven't, I, I, haven't I, heard one I say, say my dog's a great dog, too, but fuck. I mean, come on now. What's my opinion? Again, I'm still waiting on the per- on the on the person who has balls enough to say. I will. What- I, I will give me get me on that show. I will tell. I'll, be, I'll show everybody. Get me on that you'll show. show you'll, you'll show them what? That he's trash. Based off of what? He's a jag, dude. The dude's flat. Based the front. off what? His statistics. He passes so back. Now you, so now, <laughs> so now you're gonna use statistics. Yeah, now, because nobody stats. ever fucking nobody sees. He tell me not back. to use stats. He, he passes so now back. you're gonna use his stats. Little, his little five yard, ten yard passes side to side. Oh yeah, that passes uh, statistics. Okay, you use stats anyways, when it fits, anyways, when it fits yep, your narrative. That, 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 no, I'm sorry. It they fits do. your narrative, so then, now you're then, gonna use stats. His one is 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 one in five long balls that actually go through. Oh my god. Oh my God! That was that's a world class pass. The fuck! It's world class if only one person can do it. Yeah, oh that's, yeah, I've, I've, I've seen people from Southampton do the same pass. And nobody calls it world well, class. Name, name the player. Anyways, huh? Name the player. World Prowse. Ward Prowse. Ward does it on Prowse. a regular basis? Does it on a regular basis? More no. than more mystery inconsistent does. Yes, he, he does. doesn't do it on a regular yes, basis. Yes, he does. Pogba does, and it makes you mad dude, because dude, why don't, don't you give argument. why don't you give Ward Prowse fucking credit? That he's on the same level as Pogba, that makes no sense. Because you have this 
idea you that are Paul so delusional anyway, when it comes to this, Paul this, and you want things podcast, to be your way on it. This podcast is not be derailed by Mr. Paul Pogba. Man, in your opinion, that again makes no sense based off of oh, nothing. Makes no sense. Okay, all right. We'll see how he does with PSG. Um, tra- let's wrap this up. Transfer rumors, DC. Who do we got? Who do you, who are the hot topics after we've signed Varane? Who's the, who? Who do you think's next? Is there gonna be uh, Neves out of Wolves? Is it gonna be Niguez out of Atletico? Is it gonna be Camavinga? Hopefully, it's not another Frenchie. Out of um, out of um, Ren, right? Ren, if I'm, am I yes. mispronouncing that right? Ren, or yes. um, do we sign Karen Trippier out of, uh, from Atletico? Because shit, I mean, we have you know Teas out, Shaw is questionable. I mean, you think we could plug him, sign Karen Trippier, and plug him in uh, over Brandon Williams on the left? I mean, we, I mean, so many options, so many options. What what do we do? I, I think they've got to, and they already have been scouting Sal. I think Sal's got to be the guy, because because again, if you're right and he and 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 Pogba does come back, I think at that point you're looking at a really solid six and eight. I think ten. Again, he's, I think Bruno ended the, the season not in the best way, but I think Sal comes in and I think you know right off the bat um, does a great does a great job. Now it's being reported Liverpool are in for him at forty one million. Um, so, you know, it's on. It's on for us to be able to try to compete with Liverpool and, and get who we need um, because, you know, they're obviously wanting to come back and, and show folks that they can get it done. So I would say he'd be your first, you know, at 40 million. That'd be my first uh, part of business. Kamavinga's young. I don't know that he's 19 years old. So, I, you know, I love the fact that they're getting young players and trying to develop them. But I think they're at the stage where, They've got enough of the, that youth talent. I think the U23 team is really good. The U18 team, U18 team is really good. I think they need to get someone who's proven, who's played before. So I, I would say Sal would be, you know, my number one target. And I'm, and I'm pretty sure that that's what they're looking at. Because, again, um, if, if everything comes the way that you're looking at it playing out and you've got Paul in the, in the eight, I, I, I think it's going to be very difficult for them to, uh, to be beat. So – I would I would hope that Sal I don't I don't think uh, Basaka needs uh, you know I don't think he needs to be bullied I think he needs to always have competition I love competition so bringing in Trippier would be great um, but uh, I don't it wouldn't be my top priority um, I would I would I would venture to say that you know really if you look at the kid I think I think he can Brandon can really play both sides I think he's done it before he's not uh, not the best yet but he's still a teenager. I agree with the Niguez. I think uh, with the way Atletico plays, especially on, under Diego Simeone, uh, they're not very expansive uh, uh, offensively. They're very sound defensively, and I think that's what he builds his team. And so if Niguez is a proven defender or a central defender, I'd rather go with him over over Ruben Diaz. I'm sorry, Ruben, uh, Ruben Nieves. And obviously, with an unproven Kamavinga, that you're just betting on potential. I mean, because we've bet on potential before. We paid almost $100 million on potential, and it, the potential's crapped its bed. Uh, and also, you know, it's, it's just, you know, we don't want to do that anymore. We want something proven, stalwart, and, um, you, know, can, you know, that can do the job. So, yes, Sal Niguez, I, I believe, should, um, should, should fill that position. With Karen Trippio. 
you know, like you said, let's let's bring competition to every position. The, the position that I want to bring, you know, uh, competition to is the number ten position. I want somebody to challenge Bruno, and and I know it's I know United's not going to go in the transfer window for this. I mean, especially this one. Hopefully, maybe in in the in the in the in the, in the winter. But do you agree that there's other than who do you think is going to tra- who do you think can challenge Bruno for a first team spot? I'm not talking about a FA Cup spot. I'm not talking about a Caroling Cup spot. I'm not talking about a lower league spot. Who can challenge Bruno for the number ten that we have on our team, or can we? I mean, do we need to go out and get somebody? Because it was reported that uh, that City has rejected uh, Aston Villa's asking for for Jack Grealish. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it'd be tough. I like Mata. I like Pogba at the 10. Um, so it'd be really tough to play the way he plays. It's very reckless. Um, it's very much, you know, takes a lot of chances. But uh, do, you takes need, a lot do you need somebody shots. that's not reckless that's going to challenge him to actually get in, stay into the system? That's what I'm, you know, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying. I, I I feel like Ole kind of wants him to drift, and I think he kind of wants him to take chances because it's worked, and I think it kind of it backfired on him late in the season. Um, and you, know, you can kind of see some of those passes were just crazy town, and it just didn't come off. So I, you know, I think, you know, Mata's kind of old, but he could play in the ten. You know, Pogba's played in the ten, and he's he's proven under Ole to actually get it done. So you have players that could do it. I just don't know that. Um, they're going to bring anybody in to to, to fit that role. To, to, to your point, um, but we we've got players there. I don't think I don't see Jesse uh, playing there. I, I honestly think he's going to be gone as well. Um, but you've got three guys in Jesse Pogba and Mata who are who are there who can play in that role. Um, and and again, it, it would be fine. But again, if you let's say okay, let's say you move Pogba to the ten, who's behind them? So now you're, now you're saying you want. You know, you you got Scott and McFred and the McFred behind you again. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And again, I'm I'm not the type. You, you have to be real. They played well last year. They didn't play great, but they're not CDMs. <laughs> they're not they're not two players who um, that's what that's what they're supposed to be doing. So I just I, I look at it. I I think you know Bruno's done a lot of great for himself and a lot a, a lot of things for the club as well as far as getting them in the Champions League position and. uh I think ultimately what, what could wind up happening uh, with him is he's looking at things too and saying, okay, you know, the Euros didn't maybe turn out the way I wanted. Um, you know, he was dropped, uh, didn't start. And so I think you come into this season very hungry. Uh, had a, a look, look at what looked like to be a great vacation with his, his family and his friends. Um, I think he comes in fresh, ready to go. And, uh, you know, hopefully he, he has a, uh, a season like he did when he first got there, because I think, you know, he hadn't had any injuries. He's very passionate. Um, you know, they're bringing in, you know, new players. You know, he's got Sancho on his right now. He's got, you know, Varane behind him. You know, th- these are all things that, again, when you're when you're a great player or you're aspiring to be a great player, you want great players around you. That's what you want. You don't want to be looking around and saying, oh, crap, I got to pass to this guy. Oh, crap, I got to pass to this guy. You want there to be dogs at just about every position. That's that's what the great players in the past have had at United and that's what they uh that's what they need to have again. 
Yes, we need to have a competition in every position, and I agree. You know, we uh, it's it's going to be a it's going to be an interesting season, and 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 if 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 everything we've talked about today, um, hell, if we sign a CDM and Pogba stays, hell, maybe Pogba signs reups on his contract, or if Pogba goes, what money can we get for him, and then get, bring somebody in to replace him. I know uh, Bayern Munich said that Gor- uh, Goretzka, Goretzka, is that how you say his name? Uh, they're in to- they're in contract talks for his- an extension for him. Um, so I mean, <laughs> who knows? We still have a lot of time for the transfer window till the end of another month, the end of a uh, of, of the transfer window. But we have the season to start, and I wanted all this shit to be done before the season. Yeah, but it- you look at other teams, you see it- other teams. Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, City. Have they done any? I mean, to your knowledge, I have not heard any, any, you know, splashes coming out from the other teams like we've had already. No, United United are, and that's what I'm saying. It's it's a different summer. This yeah. is a summer we haven't seen as fans in a long time. We usually wait till August, the second week of August, third week of August, to get some business done. This This is... We're we're moving like a big boy club. I think that's what I texted you. That this that's what we're moving like. Yeah. Finally, we're getting big players two at a time. We're not getting one guy or one old guy, and then that's it. So mm-hmm. I, I just think for me, City who have the cash, yep. who will spend it like it's nothing because they got a bunch of sheiks running the, the show. Um, if they if they make one move, which is give 150 million to Spurs and get Kane, bam, they're done. Because the package is already finished. It's already sealed. Pep's got a great squad. Um, for me, if Chelsea go out and get a proven striker, they're, they're done. Move, they're in their move but, for Holland, right? That's what I'm saying. So if it, it's not like these cl- – you mentioned those clubs. Mm-hmm. Those clubs, they're already where we really want to be. You got you got Chelsea just won Champions League. You got City coming off a league title. You got Liverpool who had injuries last year. Everyone's back. Those clubs – in my opinion, are on a different level than us. We're taking the boys that we've had. We're showing them a new way, new culture, new fitness, new food, new, everything's new for me, in my opinion, under Ole. It's a whole new situation. And I think we need to continue to keep bringing players in. Whereas Tuchel's he's, he's got a squad. Like there's no, he won, he won champions league. and, And for me, Timo, who, you know, first year, everyone's saying, oh, he's a flop. This is his first season. What if he kicks off and gets used to the prem and starts killing it? Yep. But we, 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 those clubs kind of already have things rolling in motion. I think we're, we're a little bit different. And that's why I'm glad that they're making those strides to be on the level of those clubs uh, and, get, and getting these players in. No, no, let's hope, let's hope we keep the ball rolling. Let's hope we keep the ball rolling. We have one more month. Uh, we have many more pods to go. Uh, let's hope we can keep the excitement because it's been pretty exciting for the past couple of pods. You see, uh, <laughs> you know, if you, it has. So, um, <coughs> yeah, it's been it's been pretty exciting. All right, guys, uh, that's it for tonight. Uh, let's, uh, you see, let's uh, close it down, and we'll see you next week. Hopefully, hopefully with some more news. Yes, hopefully next week. Hopefully we see Moran wearing the shirt. That's what I'm excited yeah. about. He's on COVID protocol, so maybe next yes. week uh, 
He passes the test and let's go. Let's get him in a let's get the let's guess the number because you were so wrong about the Jaden Sancho number twenty five. And then every I hear the conspiracy theories. Two plus five equals seven. Yes, I told you. I told you the the viejo. I told you the the matador is, ain't gonna give his shit up for nobody. The seven stays with Cavani until he leaves, and Jaden can get it after that. What's Harry wearing? Harry's wearing six. Uh, no, Pablo's wearing six. Your favorite player is wearing six. He's not my favorite, but he's wearing six. <laughs> Harry's wearing five. Five. Okay. Um, I think Bayi's wearing three. I think he can get the four. I don't think no. Um, maybe is Jones wearing the four? So they pull. They pull. I'm the, they pull the number yeah. four off Jones and give it to Varane. Ooh, let's see. I'd be, I'd be for it. Oh, obviously, obviously, I would too. Jersey, no, I, I can't find it. I, I mean, you'd like to think the kid would get what he wants, but you know, you never know. Yeah, the Sancho, the Sancho one's the top seller right now. At one hundred and sixty-four dollars, you can get the Jaden Sancho jersey. And a what? Yeah. What? He's number one behind Customize and then Bruno. And then the Sancho long sleeve. He's killing it right now. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I would, uh, hopefully they give him whatever he wants, but. Mm-hmm. We have Mr. Phil Jones wearing the number four. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, West Ham, please come and get your boy. Come get your boy so we can give the number four to Rafael Varane. Because the seven is taken, obviously. And. Or maybe Bai can get the three. But, anyways. But yeah, the four is already taken. And that's by your boy, Phil Jones. But, anyways, guys. Thank you for uh, uh, thank you for listening in today's pod, and like I said, we'll be coming next coming at you next week, and let's hope for some uh, let's hope for some uh, good news with hopefully some more transfers. And Lucky Diaz, where you at? You greet me with a smile and a glass of rosé. Find myself distracted by your black negligee. You tell me everything with a look on your face. Say no more, baby, let's cut